0: Good morning, church. Um, one of the things I've been thinking about this week is how, for those of us who are blessed to grow up in the church, we grow up memorizing verses. Now, it might be for candy or to go to camp, um, but it's something that's very, very routine in our growing and our, our growing up in the faith. Yet, yeah, when we become adults, we stop. Um, we might do well to, to study the scripture and to read the scripture but we stop memorizing and one of the greatest blessings to my life has been those verses I memorized as a, as a child coming back to me in moments when I need them the most you know so one of the challenges I guess for this, us this morning as we go into this new year is perhaps this is something you know if you grew up doing now for some of us it used to come real easy you know some of us it still might be easy most of us is going to be work but I think it's, it's valuable work and it's worth doing um, if you're thinking about memorizing passages I think our our scripture this morning is a good one to start with. Um, If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 9. I'll be reading this, and then we'll open in prayer. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. that you are indeed good. We thank you that you are faithful. We thank you that you are true. Father God, we thank you for this chance to not just recount the year that it was, but to give thanks to you for being faithful to us and carrying us through. To give thanks to you for the peace that passes all understanding. To give thanks to you because your love, grace, and mercy is a gift and it's always afforded to us. In your holy and precious name, amen. So one of the things I've been thinking about this week is how Paul ends his letter to the Philippian church. And these are his final words, his closing words. I thought about how as we're ending 2019, this would be nice to have this be our final words. Now you can unpack a lot of different things in this passage. But there's four things I want you to try to hold on to this morning. The first one is rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. We live in a world that the darkness seems to be winning always. We live in bodies where the darkness seems to be triumphing in our souls always. We live in a world that it's easy to see how broken it is. We live in a world that we know our people need healing. But yet the commandment is to rejoice. Because in the darkness, Jesus calls you the light. In the brokenness, God wants to use you to bring healing. In a world that's not as it should be, God wants you to say, Holy Spirit, let me partner with you. To make it how it's supposed to be. Rejoice in the Lord always. This is not a suggestion but a commandment. And how do we rejoice in hard times? How do we rejoice when the world's not as it should be? Well, as we went through our Advent season, we're reminded that joy is simply celebrating God's blessings. If you want to bring joy to your world, tell the world what God has done in you. If you want to bring joy to the world, be willing to not just share your story. It's not a about you, it's about God and what God is doing. Rejoice. And if we as the believers in Jesus Christ aren't willing to live lives of joy, how can we complain that the world is not joyful? If we're not willing to tell stories of healing, how can we complain that the world is still broken? If we are not willing to say God is in me and we are the light of the world through the power of the Holy Spirit, can we complain about darkness when we're supposed to be shining our light? Rejoice! Rejoice by celebrating God's goodness to you. The second one, I think, is probably the hardest one in this passage. And that's the idea of not being anxious about anything. Not being anxious about anything. Are we willing to go into the new year and simply willing to say, God, I will rely on you. There's so much to be anxious for. There's so much to be stressed about. There's so much to overwhelm you. But relax. Jesus has given you the Holy Spirit. Relax. Jesus has overcome the world. Relax. There's nothing you've been through that God hasn't carried millions of people through. Relax, there's nothing you're suffering that God hasn't healed. Relax and rely on God. Do not be anxious for anything, but in everything, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, go to God and then expect that peace of God to rest upon you. And if the peace of God rests on us, what's the third thing we should do? It's to simply rest on what is good. There's so much we put into our brains. There's so much we expose ourselves to. There's so much that we we want to know and learn and put into ourselves. But the reminder that Paul gives to the people and that we're giving this morning is simply this. My sisters and brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. We have to make it an exercise. We have to make it a daily duty of thinking about the things of God. In a world that's going to give you so much information, it's good to every now and then unplug from that information of the world and simply say, God, let me give thanks for what is good. Let me give thanks for what you've done. God, let me think about how faithful you've been to me. Rejoice and celebrate God's blessings. Pledge to rely on God. Rest and think on what is good. And then actually for me, this is the the most scary one. Paul actually ends by saying, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And I was a little terrified of that verse until I realized it's not just for me or about me. It's for all of us. We live in a world that we are supposed to bring the light to. We live in a world that we're supposed to bring the healing to. We live in a world that God has chosen us to bring his son to. That means that whatever we've learned or received, whatever we've heard from God, whatever we see, we must put into practice. This is not just a a verse for the chosen few. Every single one who's chosen to believe in Jesus, you have the responsibility of carrying Jesus into the world. And the hard part about that is it's not Jesus made in your image. You have a responsibility of taking the God who's faithful, the God who's true, the God who's good, the God who's carried you through. You're responsible for telling that story to your world. So we're going to end our service this year by sharing a little bit of these stories. Because it's always a blessing for us to hear what God has done in us and in our community. Now, got to give a little bit of ground rules, and Pastor Woody will give you more ground rules. But I just want to prep you a little bit. We would like to hear from as many different people as possible. So I'm going to ask you to not tell us the whole story. If you want to tell us the whole story, just buy me a steak and you can tell me as much of the story as you want. But for this morning, I just want to invite you 30 seconds or a minute to just simply share what God has done in you this year. How have you rejoiced because God is good? How have you been taught to rely on God? How have you been taught to rethink and refocus and to rest on what is good according to God? And how have you been challenged to renew your faith and practice? That's what we're answering this morning. So usually we have microphones on the sides, but this morning we're just going to have it in the middle. And you're going to line up, and one by one you'll come up. But as you share, and even better than that, as you listen, may we be reminded this morning that our God is alive, that our God is good, that our God is working, and there's nothing our God cannot do. Amen? So um, the service we're about to do today was created by Bart Smith, and this is the first time we've done it since he passed away and has gone to glory to be with our Lord. So this is very special to me. Uh, Thank you, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, I thank you. Thank you all the day. By just reading again that verse that we had as our scripture this morning and then closing in prayer. Um, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation.